Welcome to the Liberal Europe Podcast, European Liberal Forum Project. I'm your host, Ricardo Silvestre, and we're back. I hope you had a good end of 2021, an even better start of 2022. The pandemic seems to be subsiding a little, so that is good. But at the same time, we continue to have other crises that need our attention and our work. As it will be mentioned ahead, we have some serious challenges this year, and we need to make sure we present our best case for people to adhere to our liberal values and ideas, and also to keep making the world a better place. Here in the podcast, we're going to continue to have conversation with authors, thinkers, activists, researchers that can help make things clearer and to empower us to take action. We also continue with the thematic mini-series like we have last year, but one of the reasons for this introduction is that we have news here in the podcast. This year, we have an expanding of our show that will include a new series of episodes that will be entitled Liberal Europe Podcast, a Central Eastern European Focus. This results from a joint collaboration between the European Liberal Forum, Social Liberal Movement, or Movement Liberal Social in Portuguese, and our friends from Poland and from Łódź, Liberté Foundation. And if this name sounds familiar to you, dear listener, it's because it is. Liberty Foundation is the organization behind the fantastic Freedom Games that happen every year in Łódź, in Poland. And actually, we've been promoting every edition here in our podcast. So the way that things are going to run this year is that every other week, we'll have the traditional Liberal Europe podcast that will be hosted by me. And then on the other week, we now have a new host that I will be introducing pretty soon. His name is Leszek Jaczkowski. He comes from Liberty Foundation, and he will bring us a new set of interesting guests and important conversations. So for you to get to know more Leszek and also what are the plans for the podcast, nothing better to bring him to the conversation so that he can tell us what to expect from this new facet of the project. But before that, I would like to finish this intro by thanking you, our constant listener, for being on that side, for following us and giving us some of your precious time. The lines are open in case you want to come back to us and share your opinions. Myself, Lashek, and all the team behind the Liberal Euro podcast will keep doing our best to share even more liberal values and ideas to the liberal family, both in the European Union, in Europe, and around the globe. But for now, I'm going to bring to the conversation Leszek Jaczkowski so that he can tell us a little bit about himself and Liberal Europe Podcast Central and Eastern Europe Focus. And after conversation, I'll be back to tell you about some of the events organized by ELF for this beginning of month of March. I'm here with Leszek Jaczkowski. Leszek, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Hi, Ricardo. Thank you for inviting me to, to be here and, well, to be able to talk to your listeners. Oh, yes. And, and, and it's great to have you here because our listeners are going to get used to your voice as the uh, Central Eastern European part of the Liberal Europe podcast. I know this sounds a little complicated. I already explained it on the preview of our conversation, how this thing going to work. We're very excited to have you 
on the podcast and we're very excited to have exactly that perspective that you uh, are going to talk about in a minute, which is to have a, a, an eye on European issues and European affairs, but with the point of view coming out from Łódź in Poland. But before that, and because people are going to get used to your voice as the host of the podcast with myself, of course, tell us a little bit about yourself. Right. So, well, first of all, uh, thank you. I welcome everyone. And I, I really appreciate it that I have a chance to be able to connect already a very interesting and developed project of, of European Liberal Forum podcast run by Yuri Carter. And it's a great chance. It's not building from the scratch. It's, uh, it's already the audience that is following on some central European issues, central in, in the meaning of, of being important. And I, I certainly wouldn't like to, well, change it. I mean, certainly I'm not going to talk to you about some niche ideas that are interesting <laughs> only for people, you know, <laughs> in my city or, or just the country or, uh, or, or even the region. So I'm uh, editor-in-chief of Liberté, which is a liberal journal based in Poland. And uh, I'm also co-founder of Freedom Gains, which is the the big democratic events um, in, in Poland, but with international speakers and audience. Uh, and we already had like uh, eight editions so far. I'm also quite involved in uh, some kind of research on uh, being a fellow in, in, in Florence, European University Institute, and before, and in uh, IWM in, in, the, in Vienna in well working on on populism and new narratives for for europe so actually i feel pretty exciting excited about this this opportunity to you know some of these narratives and ideas i think will be definitely uh on the podcast i hope so our listeners will remember we every year we promote freedom games here in the podcast we normally have Olga Lebendowski to tell us all about the event, which is an extraordinary event. Every time that we talk about that, I always say this to our listeners, which is you have to go to Woods and you have to be on Freedom Games because it's something really extraordinary. And by the way, Leszek, the first time I saw you and we were just actually to our listeners, we were talking that before start recording, you made a, a good question, which is what kind of liberalism do we need on the last uh, Freedom Games? I was in a room when you were uh, presenting that. And it's quite interesting because you said just a minute ago that you do study populism and you, you do study solutions for European problems. But tell us just a little bit what kind of liberalism do we need here in the podcast? Oh, well, you know, it's, <laughs> we could be recording every conversation about just that. I think it's, it's a central issue, not just for liberals, but honestly for, for Europe, for the world, because it seems that liberalism, actually, people don't appreciate it much enough, but it is really the liberalism that is being attacked by the populists because they say they are for democracy and fair enough. Sometimes they really win elections or are popular. Uh, fortunately, not that popular in Portugal, uh, at least with regard to the last elections. But even even there, you can find your own populists, and mm -hmm. and uh, and in Poland, they are they are well running the country. So uh, I think this is mainly the liberalism that should be perceived as the main enemy, main main uh, uh, of the of the populists, because without liberalism, simply the democratic mechanism don't 
don't make much sense because it's simply if you win the elections, you can do whatever you want with the country, with the people, with the economy. And it's certainly not the kind of system in which one would be comfortable to live with. And without the liberal, um, the, the, this liberal mechanism, it's basically impossible to defend yourself against the, uh, the overwhelming power of the state run by the, by the populists. So, well, I'm not, I'm not going to get into perhaps you know, economic or social details. I think that liberalism should reinvent itself for the 21st century. We're sometimes too much stuck in the kind of 90s, 1990s. Especially with regard to economy, we should get much more the perspective, the, the, the kind of wholesome perspective, uh, especially with regard to, to ecology and energy and, uh, and the, the, the threats to, to, you know, of, of climate change. I think that liberals sometimes should be more forthcoming. Uh, and of course, uh, the, the social issues. I don't want to leave social issues to socialists. I think they are way too important, especially for for people who are not really catching up with the with the changes of globalization, so I think that liberalism can and should reinvent itself. And well, I'm I'm pretty sure that both of us would be talking about it pretty much on the on this podcast, right? Oh, indeed. And now this brings me to a question that is related to your version of the podcast, which is, I was very fortunate to be invited a couple of times to have uh, discussions about this in uh, Central and Eastern part of Europe. And Lashek, I think there's a, like a larger discussion to have about exactly what you just mentioned, and that is reinvention of liberalism, finding solutions to populists, bringing uh, liberalism as a governing tool against socialism. But it's particularly important to have a perspective from where you are. So, and that is from the central and eastern part of Europe, because we're seeing what's happening in Poland, in Hungary, in Slovakia. We have the question of countries coming from the Western Balkans wanting to join the European Union. So, again, tell us how important it is then to have that point of view coming from where you are. I certainly don't want to focus on issues regarding, let's say, the new Europe or the uh, central eastern Europe uh, just on these issues that are concerning this part of, of Europe, because I think that could be a little bit discouraging or not that interesting for people already following the podcast. But I'm pretty sure that when we <clears throat> discuss things like potential Russian invasion on Ukraine or questions of enlargement or immigrants or ecological and energy transitions, these are the issues that are concerning whole Europe. Uh, I am pretty sure about it. But of course, where you are and what's your perspective is that that really matters and um i have the feeling i mean especially after being on these fellowships um in this in this think tanks and and going to brussels quite a lot i have a feeling that for different for many reasons that this this kind of new europe that the new countries that join you not to mention countries who are outside the eu that you mentioned before these countries are not that much present, uh, uh, I have this feeling, in the, in the European debate. Maybe th this is because they are still learning how to do it. Sometimes they are openly hostile to, to Europe, which doesn't help, like Hungary or Poland uh, or Russia. Um, sometimes they simply perhaps don't have enough this kind of like punching power, or maybe they have not that many interesting things to say or are too focused on themselves. I think this is the, the last is important, that 
that this kind of nationalistic focus on the domestic issues is and treating Europe as something outside to uh, to, to 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 our discussions is actually in the nature of the countries that join um, in 2004 and and later. And I would like to change it. I would like to bring out the, the European issues from the perspective which where where I am. Of course, I can't overcome it. But I think that could be interesting for the for everyone for the whole Europe. There should be issues concerning whole Europe, not just concerning one or two or three countries in the you know eastern uh, borders. So yeah, that's that's what I would try to achieve. But of course, let's 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 see how how it goes. Now I just want to go back to another thing that you mentioned, and I also mentioned again, and and that is the Liberté uh, event, Freedom Games, which again I cannot stress this enough it's a fantastic event and a very important one also in a central eastern perspective of the work that we have to do pr to promote liberalism and that extends then to the rest of europe as you were mentioning very well we will have crossovers between you and i in conversations about topics of liberalism but tell us what can your uh, side of the podcast then draw from this fantastic event that you have where you invite some of the most important people to go to Woods and talk about what we need to do about liberalism. Right. So, well, I mean, the just idea that spring to my mind is that we should regard it, perhaps give away some tickets to encourage the, the, the listeners of the podcast, right? <laughs> you <could> come. <laughs> Good point. Uh, yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do it. We, you know, we could, you know, before Freedom Games, perhaps we could uh, share some some tickets and you know maybe do some kind of I know questions or or quizzes or just give away to the people who would uh, follow on uh, on on this offer. But coming back to to freedom games, I mean I'm I'm really happy that you made it last year. We we really re reinvent this event basically every year because well recently because of the COVID and before because simply the scale of the events it really grew from some kind of intellectual like. Well, kind of allayed the discussion that we had. the The idea that was at the at the foundations of this of this event was that we wanted to bring the the European the the, the world voices of the most prominent intellectuals to Poland, and also idea was that it would be possible to not only listen to these people but also kind of give a feedback. I mean, to to reconnect or to connect with the voices from from Poland and and beyond from the region. And I think it's it's working pretty well. So for many people, this is kind of introduction to uh, to Polish issues. So I think on this level, it's 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 working pretty well. And we also managed to uh, to, to 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 get people like I know Harari or Neil Ferguson and or I know Jessica Bruder uh, from No Man's Lands. Uh, I'm just mentioning last last year. I think what's important is the context in which you in which you place them. So it's kind of questions you ask them it is kind of this issues that you try to raise this event which is also kind of like a mass event it's very open tickets are pretty cheap i would say so it's, it's kind of more than just a bunch of intellectuals talking you know in the round tables it's it's much more kind of vibrant i feel like a little bit like on the on the music festival you know so uh sometimes so yeah i would like to you know after building a kind of i i hope building at some kind of um following uh on the on the podcast like learning how to properly do it and perhaps getting some feedback from the listeners if there is any of course i, I strongly encourage it I, I i should hope so too to get someone of these people 
to the podcast. And, you know, my idea was that perhaps I should try to get the new generation of, of, of people mm-hmm. like, well, a little bit like us, so who are already established, but still not yet perhaps on top. And uh, these are very interesting people. And sometimes it's like on the music festival. That's what I uh, wanted to make this comparison. You go to listen to the headliners which are very famous and you really like them, but then you discover something that you would not necessarily, you know, go in the, uh, in the first place, but then it's like, you know, alternative stage or 10 stage. And it's sometimes really, really great bands and great names. And I think that could work like this. So people come for the big names, but then they discover that it's something that never heard about and it's really great. So I would like to make these discoveries for, for the, our listeners. Exciting. And uh, the other thing that we also, been doing on the podcast and I've been taking care of that particular project it's to do mini series and like you were just saying a second ago I think uh, Freedom Games it's very very rich on that we can have a group of uh, speakers that we can invite to the podcast and to make that extension exactly as you were saying just a minute ago and that is going from the physical to the digital, but to bring people also, not only if they can be there in person, but they can be there also in the podcast. So I'm looking forward to work with you on that. People are already getting interested, so I need you to tell me some of the main conversations and some of the main guests that you already have in uh, your uh, programming so that we can have a little bit of a teaser here for our listeners. All right, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just really about to start and we're still, uh, well, I'll be, I'll be following like a week from, the, from our conversation, but at this, at this point, I'm thinking that, well, I would like to start with, um, with Ukraine, but I wanted to talk to um, Ohar Konsevich, who is uh, the journalist from, a young journalist, but already established in, uh, in Kiev. What, what is the perspective on this kind of information war and what is the perspective of Ukrainians and Ukrainian media on the whole conflict and all, all these kind of uh, threats that were coming towards Ukraine? You know, my idea of the podcast is that I would like also to be able to react so to, to, to issues that are happening mm-hmm. or to interesting conversations that are happening around us. Uh, but so far, my idea is like, I would like to talk to, to, to uh, Petr Kreko about the disinformation and propaganda and the fake news in general, but very much also in the in the Russian and also Chinese context, because this seems to be the the very much issue of interference from the outside world. Another thing I would like to talk about is more connected to German politics and uh, the new German government's new coalition. So uh, I, I I had Nicole Koenig from. Jacques Delors Institute. Um, I hope she would, uh, she would be able to tell us uh, um, about these things. Well, there are Hungarian elections coming and French elections are coming uh, pretty soon. So certainly there are the issues I would like to raise. But yeah, I, I've got these ideas for the starts and I'm sure that will be more coming you know, basically every week. Well, we're looking forward to have that first episode and all the ones that are going to follow after that, like I mentioned in introduction, we are going to be alternating between your version of the podcast and mine, but our focus is the same, and, and that is to promote liberal values and ideas and to help people to get more active politically and socially. 
Leszek, this was great. We will do this more often, I'm quite sure. I'm looking forward your, for your first episode. But for now, thank you so much for coming to the podcast and talking to me. Thank you, Ricardo. It was great to be here. I'm back. Just reminded that you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And if you feel like it, give us a five-star review. In that way, you can help us spread even more liberal values and ideas. And now for some of the events organized by ELF for this last week of February, first week of March. On the 28th of February, from 9.30 to 1.30 Central Eastern Time, in the building of the European Committee of Regions in Brussels, we have the event LGBTI Freedom Zones in Practice, LGBTI Rights and the European Union. This is the European Liberal Forum Secretariat organization with Foundation Project Polska from Warsaw in Poland and Social Liberal Movement here in Lisbon in Portugal. And in this conference, we have some illustrious guests like Sean O'Cornin, which is a Secretariat General Renew Europe Group on the European Committee of Regions. We have Stephanie De Hose, President of the Belgian Senate. We have MEPs Catherine Rinzema, Pierre Kirkskind. Habir al-Salamni. We also have the mayor of Saint-Omer and also president of Renew Europe Group, European Committee of the Region, member of the Hauts-de-France Regional Parliament, Mayor François Decoste. So a star-studded panel and three important topics of conversation. First one is going to be about LGBTQI activism in time of change. Second, which I'm going to be the moderator, very happy and very honored to do that. LGBTQI diplomacy in Europe. And then the third panel, which is hate speech in liberal societies. To know more about this event, you just have to go to liberalforum.eu forward slash events. And this is all for now. I'll be back soon with more podcasts. Until then, let's keep making the world a better place. This podcast is produced by the European Liberal Forum, co-founded by the European Parliament, and has the support of the Social Liberal Movement in Portugal and Liberty Foundation in Poland. The views expressed herein are those of the speakers alone, and these views do not necessarily reflect those of the European Parliament and or the European Liberal Forum. <laughs>